Welcome to Mom Jeans. I'm Rachel. And I'm Tina. And whether you wear a boyfriend, boot cut, high rise, or low rise, this podcast is going to teach you to love the jeans you're in. So mamas, put your booty in a chair and let's get started. Hi, Tina. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to Mom Jeans, everyone. Yay! Welcome. We're so excited to finally be starting our podcast. We have been talking about this for a while, but between the two of us, we have four kids, three animals, private practices, and traveling husbands. So we're a little busy over here. Little busy. But we are so excited to be doing this because we both have a passion for body acceptance, and now that we're both moms, we want to bring it to the level of helping moms accept their bodies, because that adds a whole other dynamic to body acceptance once you become a mom and get that mom bod. Yep. Yep. So Tina and I are going to tell you a little bit about ourselves and why we're doing this podcast. Tina, tell us who you are. Well, hey everyone, I'm Tina. I am a registered dietitian living in Austin, Texas with my own private practice called TLB Nutrition Therapy. I am a CEDRD, which is a Certified Eating Disorder Registered Dietitian, my goodness, through IADEP, which is the International Association of Eating Disorder Professionals. Mouthful. Basically, it means I'm a certified eating disorder specialist. Uh, yeah, I provide one-on-one nutrition counseling, either in person or through telehealth. My specialty is eating disorders, emotional eating, negative body image, and compulsive exercise. I love working with all ages, all people, uh, really whoever is looking to heal their relationship with food or their body. I am a non-diet dietitian that firmly believes in health at every size and that uh, full recovery from your eating disorder or any sort of emotional struggle with food is possible. I believe that all foods can fit into your lifestyle without needing restriction or deprivation. My mantra is, it's not the food, it's the behavior. And so my goal is to help clients focus on the behaviors in their life that is causing them negativity and shifting that negative negativity to a more peaceful place. Additionally, I love working with athletes. I'm a personal trainer through NASM, which is the National Academy of Sports Medicine. I decided to get this certification because back in the day, I remember going to this um, conference where there was a dietitian that was speaking who also was a personal trainer and said, that it's best for us as dietitians if we want to incorporate that exercise piece in our practice to get a certification as a personal trainer just to be more well-rounded. And so I decided to pursue that. Um, And ultimately, I really am just exploring exercise with individuals that they can incorporate in their life that's fun Uh, or if I'm specifically working with an athlete trying to figure out how to take care of their body and engage in the sport that they love. Um, I don't train anyone in a gym specifically and if that was something that someone was needing I would really refer them out to a bomb personal trainer that believed in the philosophy that I also believe in. 
So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. What about you, Rachel? Tell me about you. I'm a marriage and family therapist. I work in Orange County in a private practice. I specialize in eating disorders. I'm a certified eating disorder specialist through IADEP, the mouthful that Tina just explained. I have been working with eating disorders my entire professional life. My passion is to help people stop evaluating their worth by their size and weight. My motto is step off the scale and into your life because I really believe that people can't do both. They can't live their life while being obsessed with their body. So I want people's brains to be free so they can live more according to their values, whatever that looks like for them. And so that's really my passion and my work. So Tina and I met at a eating disorder treatment center. We were both pre-licensed at the time. I was a pre-licensed MFT and Tina was a diet tech. And we worked together on a team treating eating disorders. And fast forward to over 10 years later, I'm in private practice in California and Tina has left us for Texas <laughs> to greener pastures, <laughs> literally. Well, not right now. It's like 100 and some degrees, uh-huh. so all the grass is dead. Yes. It's gray. The it's, weather, it's brown, the weather here is gray. definitely better. Way better. Gosh. But Tina and I have kept in touch. We still consult sometimes on cases or just run things by each other. And now we both are moms, and so we have that fun little thing to share. Tina, why don't you tell us about your beautiful baby and all of his hair? (laughs) I'm obsessed with him. Uh, I have an eight-month-old, and he's just fabulous. He's like a ball of energy, and I, he is literally my husband and I. So it's, it's a ball of energy and craziness and He stayed in me for 41 weeks and six days. He cooked in there for as long as he possibly could. To be discussed in further episodes. (laughs) What? Yeah. To be discussed in further episodes. Uh Uh-huh. And I really think that overcooked babies, they just, I don't know, there's something special, man. So he is crawling, walking along things, babbling, eating. He's just amazing. I just love him and I'm so obsessed with him and I uh, I think cute cute aggression is a real thing because sometimes I just want to squeeze him so much till he poops himself, but I won't. I don't. I channel it into please just nobody kisses. call CPS. <laughs> yeah. Um and then I also have three animals which huh, boy I thought I loved them before, and my heart has just widened to make room. But, yeah, so I have a dog, Billy. His, uh, he's a black lab, and he's huge. He's massive. I think Henry probably thinks he's, like, a giant monster or something. And then two kitties, Jameson and Booby. And Booby I is the cat that I took from that treatment center that we worked at 10 years ago. So... Yeah. So not only did you take your dietetic hours, you took a cat. I took a cat. <laughs> so Rachel, tell me about your bundles of love. Oh, my bundles are getting big and full of energy. I have three kids. I have an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, and a three-year-old. So talk about being pulled in three different directions. I am often found like building Legos with the eight-year-old while simultaneously doing arts and crafts with the five-year-old while doing 
karate high kicks with the three-year-old who loves to walk around going hi-ya and kicking the air. So I'm always pulled in three different directions. Life is absolutely chaotic. I love them all. They occasionally, like once a week, get along and play nicely together. And the other times, it's just trying to keep everybody happy. But overall, I'm very, very blessed. We love to do lots of outdoor activities, go to the beach, surf, hike, bike, all kinds of fun stuff. So they're definitely getting to the age where it's so much more fun to be out and about with them and exploring life. So they are growing up very quickly. Tina held my firstborn when he was uh, firstborn. Yeah, yeah. My question is, do your children sleep? Because, man, it has taken about eight months for mine to catch on. And I feel like I'm dying uh, some days. But I mean, my kids sleep better than when they were babies, for sure. But for all the mamas out there with the three-year-old age range, that's the hardest because they're starting to drop their naps, but they still need them sometimes. So if they nap, they don't go to sleep till 10 o'clock at night. And if they don't nap, then they go to sleep super, super early, but then they wake up in the middle of the night because they've been asleep since 6 p.m. So needless to say, I have a lot of moments where all of a sudden I'm feeling a tap, 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 mommy. And there's a face in my face at three o'clock in the morning and then a pee-smelling pull-up being crawled over my body to nestle himself in between mommy and daddy. And that's been going on off and on for years since they're all three at the same time I have a newborn. I don't know. The whole thing's just crazy. I haven't slept in eight years. Uh, Does that answer your question? Yeah. Thanks. Great. I haven't haven't slept in eight (laughs) years. Uh, All right. So back to our Mom Jeans podcast. Yeah. So we decided to make a podcast called Mom Jeans because, first of all, the play on words is pretty fun. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Our podcast is going to be a bit different than all the body image, eating disorder, body love podcasts out there because we are going to be focused less on clinical eating disorders and more just on overall body acceptance. In the days of tummy tea and fitspo Instagram and honestly a fear of these quote-unquote mom genes, we really want to give moms the message that they aren't seeing in their pop-up ads on social media. We want moms to know that they are perfect just as they are, and we really want to use our clinical experiences and the theories that we practice in our careers and our experience on the importance of body positivity to help moms heal their relationship with their body. Yeah, while in our practices we see girls, young women, men, boys, all of the above um, struggle, we also see the moms that fully really have never accepted their bodies. And ultimately, those are driving the clients that we're seeing to therapy. Uh, I wanted to be able to tell moms that it's okay to focus on loving your body and not just telling their kids to love theirs. So as a registered dietitian and Rachel as a marriage and family therapist, I feel like who's better than to chat about these issues? We're going to do the research for you and we're going to kind of work through that research and just mental chatter together and I hope you all enjoy it. Yay! So in addition to 
why this podcast is different than other podcasts. We also wanted to discuss personally why we wanted to start this podcast. So for me, when I was newly postpartum, I was noticing with a lot of my mom friends or just in passing hearing from other moms their urges to immediately change their bodies or all these expectations that they had about themselves and I was sitting over here just figuring out how I was getting gonna get two hours of sleep in a stretch of time or how I was gonna prep lunch because my infant was screaming all the time my body and getting back to my pre-birth body was the last thing on my mind. But it made me sad hearing that these other moms were experiencing uh, this struggle and talking about weight loss or getting back to their pant size or removing the stretch marks or whatnot. So I find my, found myself constantly reframing my friends and these moms and educating about hey health at every size and um, intuitive eating and normal eating and it it felt it felt really sad for me so um, for yeah. me personally that is part of my passion in doing this podcast what about you Rachel for me as a therapist I really realize the power of words and the power of language that we use. So for me, I've had a couple moments of realization of how would it affect my daughter or my sons if I was bashing my body. My daughter is well known for busting open the door while I bid shower or liking help pick out my clothes for me and ask lots of questions about makeup when I'm putting it on. And I'm really realizing that the way I talk about my body, the way I talk about looking pretty or putting on makeup will really forever affect her and influence her. So recently, my daughter and I had a fun experience where we decided to buy mommy and me bathing suits. And they're these cute little bikinis that have the you know high-waisted bottoms that you're seeing all over the internet. And I thought, well, that would be fun. Let's get mommy and me bathing suits. Maybe we'll take a picture on the beach and filter it and become influencers. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, so we ordered these bathing suits, and we're very excited. We run to the mailbox, pull them out, immediately go upstairs and get changed in them. And we're standing in front of the mirror. And my daughter looks in the mirror and goes, Mommy, we look so cute. And I looked in the mirror and realized that I'd never tried a high-waisted bottom before. And... On me personally, it looks like a massive blue diaper. <laughs> it is not flattering at all on my body type. And I didn't love the fit, but I knew in that moment the power of my decisions of how to talk about my body and how to talk about this bathing suit. And so I just put on a brave smile and said, we look awesome. Let's go enjoy a day on the beach together and maybe not take that Instagram picture, but that's okay. The whole point for me was if I had sat there and pulled at the bathing suit, done a 180 in the mirror, pinched my stomach, said something negative about feeling fat or not liking a role or something along those lines, it would have completely changed her experience in that moment. She would have then looked in the mirror and thought, oh, 
we, we don't look cute or what's wrong with this or am I supposed to do in 180 and pinch in mirrors or like what I just realized in that moment that how I treat myself in the mirror will certainly influence her and I want to make sure that I'm loving my body and teaching her to love her body for sure I feel like as moms like there there is a lot of pressure to be perfect and to absolutely be thinking perfect and not have negative body image or struggle at all or be emotionally on it. And one of the reasons for this podcast is to open the eyes of other moms of saying, hey, we don't need to be perfect. It's okay that we're struggling. It's okay that you have those thoughts, but how can your words and your actions create a positive living environment for the children that you're raising? And in this podcast, hopefully we can provide the education that talks about what part of these struggles are in our genes, G-E-N-E-S, or what part of it is just in our genes, J-E-A-N-S. Great play on words. Right? Tina and I have a lot of great ideas for what we want to talk about in this podcast. And so we want to share some of our goals for the podcast so you can know what to expect. Yeah, we're going to introduce the theories we have learned in our practices, such as health at every size, intuitive eating, mindful eating, feeding your kids, etc. Basically everything food related that's non-diet we're sharing with you. We also want to create a safe place for you mamas to Hear the realities of how pregnancy, infertility, childbirth, nursing, sleeplessness affect our bodies. That is real, and we want you to be able to realize that this is normal and it's okay that your bodies are transitioning during this period. Yep. And we want to help moms understand the truth about diets or lack of and uh, walk through those diet myths that are out there so you don't fall prey to them. We also want to explain the importance of healing your relationship with your body so your children have good role models. We are not going to say that we think that eating disorders are caused by moms not having a good relationship with their bodies because that is not at all the statistical research out there. But there is correlations between maternal relationships with their bodies and how that affects children. So we really want moms to heal their relationship with their bodies so that they can raise the next generation of body-loving kids. Right. And because this is not an eating disorder podcast, but Rachel and I are both eating disorder clinicians, so we're going to bring it in. We have to bring it in. We, our brains can't not bring it in, and we'll bring in the research around it, um, but it isn't an eating disorder podcast. So don't, don't shy away. Don't shy away. But we will say the disclaimer of we are going to be talking about some you know, really real topics and body parts. And Tina's sassy and I'm from Jersey, so we might have some fun language in here. So mamas, you might want to be mindful of little ears listening. If you're anything like me, I like to listen to the car sometimes. If it is a podcast episode where we feel like it's fine to be listening in the car or having little ears in the background, we will absolutely let you know in the beginning of the episode. If not, listen to this podcast during your self-care time. Yeah, and... Rachel and I are both clinicians, but we are not providing therapy through this podcast. This podcast purpose is really for fun 
educational purposes only. And if you're finding that you are needing a bit of therapy support, we both recommend that you find a team in your local area that can support you in your process. So tune in next time. We're going to talk about the episode uh, called Your Story, how your story affects your relationship with your body and how to own your story and change it for the next generation. Great. See you all then. Thanks for joining. Bye, everyone. Bye. This episode of Mom Jeans was produced and edited by Rachel Coleman and Tina LaVoy. Thank you to Jerry DePizzo for the music production. You can find episode information and show notes at www.momjeansthepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at momjeansthepodcast and join the Mom Jeans The Podcast Facebook group to find a community of mamas learning to love their bodies and discussing the episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Mommy. See you next time.